Can you just say evening for everyone? Evening. Hello, welcome to the five side podcast. I said five and a half. It's not. Um, we're joined on this glorious Monday evening by uh, Matthew Thompson, who's recovered. Yep, evening folks. Ross Dewar, who's wearing green. Hello all, welcome. Um, Billy Kirkpatrick, who we can't see as he's developed uh, symptoms of something. Uh, good evening everybody. And uh, Craig Gregor, who's looking dashing as ever. All right. All right, indeed. Well, all right. Um, as Queens Park fans, you know, just just stroll into the to the league championship. Um, back to League One we go. <laughs> a good weekend. I don't know from the from the start, fair because I've always been a Queens Park fan. Massive Queens Park fan. You can listen. If you back. listen to the first podcast, he does say, "Well, I love me some Queens Park." Yep. Um, a weekend in which uh, Partick Thistle won the, the Champions League again. Um, even though they, they didn't play it. over the weekend, they, they still won it. the Champions League. They're on them. Um, it was Cup weekend. But before we get to the Cup, uh, let's just run over the Championship as was um, a full card in that. Was there? I don't think I was a full card. There was. Martin was playing of, of, teams, who, in the of teams who could could play. Yes. yes. Sorry. Of teams that could play, there was a full card of them. Um, Aloha, Aloha, are confirmed um, relegated. Thank God. <laughs> Thank no, no God to Aloha fans, but you know, uh, just just means that we can't finish bottom. Goodbye, Aloha. Um, they started strongly against Wraith. They went one 0 up, but uh, their demise was was getting a man sent off and conceding two reasonably quick goals after that. And Wraith went away with three valuable points to them, but it, it sent Aloha away down. D- don't know what um, referee, ex referee Billy Kilpatrick has to say about that, but I, I'm saying no red card. I feel that the uh, the keeper made an obvious attempt to get the ball. Um. Yes, I, I, I don't personally. I don't think it's a red card, but I, I guess it's interpretation, and yeah, that, that's probably has that, been interpreted as the a rule. It's subjective. It's like where you deem the player to have attempted to get the ball. It's... But you know, let's face it: one decision has not cost Aloha their place in the division. It's oh, the majority of games. No. One clean sheet in twenty-five. That's a, an alarming <laughs> statistic. Jesus. Makes Ayr's defence look good. Um, Craig's talking about Ayr's defence looking good. Well, they didn't look uh, good at the weekend <laughs> there, uh, conceding four to our broth. Um, and even <laughs> even though we said I, I said earlier on in another podcast that uh, Ayr's defence looked okay and it, that maybe their or Ayr's attack looked okay and they could score goals. They just need to show up the defence. Well. Certainly, what they needed at the weekend there, and uh, not scoring any goals and conceding four isn't isn't any way to to help your your fight to stay in the league. Two shots in ninety minutes against part time team that you're fighting for relegation against is not good enough. It's simply put, you 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 have you have to do better than that. There's no especially we, when we set we set out with six in. Six recognised centre halves in the team, and we conceded four goals. Especially when <laughs> no, you're no, first. No, six six recognised defenders, not six recognised centre halves. Two shots six when defenders, and we lost. Two shots goals. when especially your first one's uh, registered within seconds of the game starting. Yeah, the first one was a free kick from the edge of the box. It looked quite promising when uh, Barjonas was powering forward, won a wee free kick at the edge of the box, um, about twenty yards out. Looked promising, get an early goal, uh, fired miles over the bar. And uh, that was uh, the only shot until the ninety-second minute for there. It's really good. It's really good because they had one shot inside ninety minutes, and that's that's what you're looking for. Uh, Hopkins will be absolutely ecstatic with that result, um, and hopefully, Air can really push on from that. 
I'm just going to have to say that Air don't score a lot of goals. It's that three, seemed to help them last time. It's three I'll points avoided for Air. That's what they were going for. I'm, I'm angry right now. I, I'm, <laughs> I actually, I don't know what to say. I've, I thought about it since Saturday afternoon. I thought, what am I actually going to say? I, I'm, I'm raging. I, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm raging right now. You've got 18. I, I'd have made them walk home after the game. That was the most pathetic 90 minutes I've ever seen from a team. And I've oh, seen San Marino. I've, I've seen San Marino. That was worse. That was bloody worse. You know, mm-hmm. let's, let's run through the team here. PJ Morrison pees his pants for the first goal. Out-jumped, out-thought. Pathetic. Reading. First four letters in his surname is read. Couldn't read the defence. Dreadful. Ndaba. Ndaba Daba, fuck off. Another below-par performance. I don't know what that means. But... <laughs> Roscoe, Roscoe, you'd be better with a fucking Roscoe from the Dukes of Hazard. That big fat sheriff. I was waiting for Roscoe there. Yeah, you could could do that, yeah, right. I don't care, I'm so peed right now. Baird. Uh, I mean, he's been that unforgetful. (laughs) I don't even know who he is. I can't well, remember. He's the captain. He's the club captain. He's been that uninspiring. Just to clarify. He's been that uninspiring. I don't even know who he is. Just to clarify for everyone that uh, Billy's just a, a fan of Ayrshire teams now. He's no longer you know, just a Kelly fan. He, he's that uninspiring. I don't even know who he was. Houston. Houston, we've got a fucking problem. Conceding too many goals. And then the midfield, it was like, it was like a fucking dreadful tribute act to a midfield. That's what it was. That's the only way I could describe it. How many daft phrases do you think we can get Billy um, to say in a minute? I think and we you know, should stop him. And, and Andre right up front. Andre bloody oh, wrong. Andre shit. Oh no, Andre wrong, you've yeah. missed a bet. No, that's, that, that's a key um, one for me. You've got a, you've got a striker who's just signed a new two year deal. A young striker who's just signed a new two year deal, and you put him in the bench. He, he's he's the future striker for the club for, for the upcoming seasons. Shoot, like evidently, whether that be in Championship or League One, go out, let him show why he should be the starting striker. Why we shouldn't be going into the market in summer thinking right? Okay, we need an R. I don't have I, I'm, I'm not opposing any blame to Mark McKenzie because it was like you know subbing him on 35 minutes was like turning up to a house right. fire after the fire had happened yeah. the damage was Sub- done subbing him on uh, once we're 3-0 down done. just I thought Billy was going to say the classic uh, shut, bolting the gate after the shutting the gate after the horse had bolted even no I thought it picks up but I, I mean I've never seen a 90 minutes so spineless passionless no fight no determination just Can I just like say, breaking through the motions. F- full credit to our bro, though, because we have like said in previous weeks that they're a good side and they've got a good manager and they've built up a fair head of steam and they're they're looking to secure themselves safe in the championship for next season. Which they'll fair play to both. They they deserve they deserve they deserve the four 0 one hundred percent. It was, um. It was it was four now going on about five six seven like I, I've never seen I've never seen a performance so spineless in my time watching. I've watched us go out and concede six goals against Roar at points. I, I, see, in all honesty, I, I think that's the nail in the coffin. I, I think done, finished, League One. Here we come. Bye bye. It, it just I think it just shows us no. There's no character, like Jack Beard's a team captain, but there's no characters in that. I, no I honestly didn't know he was the captain. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not just saying that for the, just yeah. to, for saying it's sake. I genuinely did not know he was the captain. But I've never heard of missing, him before. You're missing your, your Stephen Bells, your, your Jamie Adams, your, your Nicky Devlin's, your players that were actually just leaders, your characters in the dressing somebody room. Somebody at the back, grunt, a somebody, grunt the field, somebody that's just a hard bastard. Somebody that takes no shit. Yep, he'll kick he's his own af- granny if he has to. That's something yeah, you want. He's not afraid that if, if, if he's not performing his best, if his team's not performing his best, he'll tell them. He'll tell them as it is. He, he will. But you there's, know, there's, not, all, there's nothing I, I, in that. All this fucking mollycoddling. It was shit. That's what you should be saying. Yes. It was shit. It was shit. Uh, end of. Um, and the other game, uh, Dunfermline uh, going out 3 1 winners over Queen of the South. Mm-hmm. Good, it was a good game. Uh, I, yeah. I enjoyed that game. It was a good it game. It was a good game. Just um, to clarify, for the first game, uh, the Wraith game, we forgot to mention that Wraith had uh, secured themselves a playoff spot. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations to uh, them. Good for them. Good uh, on them. Well, they go fuck themselves. 
Um, to be fair, yeah. I, I, I think their last result all but secured them it, so... But now they have a picture. Yes. That was, a, it was, a, it was a big win in Dunfermline to try and secure their playoff spot. Puts them two points ahead in Vernes, although mm-hmm. in Vernes do have a game in hand. They are playing tomorrow, I believe. And you then, could probably do with them winning it. Wait, who are they playing again? Young I believe they're playing Dundee, so it is... Is it Hearts are playing Morton? Yeah, Hearts are playing Morton. Oh. Who, uh, Morton, the team that are, play, are fighting for... Um, to avoid this ninth place against uh, their two of their games that against them um, relegated our Alawa and League Winners Hearts, the two teams that have already confirmed their position. Mm. Uh, young That's Ewan Henderson getting his first goal for Dunfermline as well in the ninety first minute. You know, until um today I, I didn't actually realise that the game finished three one. Uh I was under the impression that when I looked at my uh phone last it was one 0 Dunfermline that was about the eightieth minute. And, mm-hmm. I, and I just realized I never checked it again until today. And I was like, I seen it was, was I seen it was two one, and then I seen on Twitter later on someone posted the video you and Henderson's goal, and that was that's how I knew that it, it was uh, then three one. Um, we'll we'll move on uh, to the Scottish Cup, and it started on Friday night uh, as Inverness tried their best to take St Mirren all the way. Um, but St Mirren did get a final goal in the, the last minute of the game, pretty much, to secure their next round spot. Um, elsewhere, Motherwell did get taken all the way by Morton, um, in which they had to they had to go to penalties. And they would have thought they'd won it when they'd scored in the hundred twenty first minute, uh, only for Motherwell to equalise and uh, Morton to equalise in the hundred twenty third minute. It was it was a good goal as well from Stephen O'Donnell, um, well struck from. Quite a distance out. Maybe, maybe you'd be asking the defense to do better, but it's late. It's very late on. Um, maybe it's just a lapse of concentration for a second. But literally, like two minutes later, they they take it up and they score straight away, which is a uh, embarrassing for Motherwell, to be honest. One thing I would like to say though is I need to pull Drew up because I think it's I think it's a bit embarrassing he couldn't get this result right for this game. Yep, that's uh, all I want to say. You know what? I tried my best out there, but it's been a poor yeah. week. By Sometimes me. it's not good enough. Um, and Dundee United they they scraped past Forfar as well on Friday night. That was an awful game. That was the worst <laughs> game of the weekend. <laughs> that was dreadful. And that's <laughs> why we're not talking about it. We'll just mention the result. Um, emphatic win for Kamarnik at home to Montrose, sending themselves through to the next round. Aberdeen going all the way with Livingston, which. Was I think it was predicted to be a close one by everyone, to be honest. Um, and it, it really was a close one. Both teams scoring in the extra time as well in that one. Um, and so, that one in, Emmanuel Thomas uh, played well and uh, he ruined that for me when uh, he crumbled to the ground. Yeah. As if he was made of paper. As he played very well in the first it. half. I, Instead of being a jet. I got, yeah, I got, I've, said, I've said before that he's got a stupid nickname and. Well, he doesn't deserve his, he deserves his nickname even less now after that oh. display in the in extra time. Paper plane, that's what I'm gonna call him. Um, Paper plane. Once and... uh, once it got to penalties in that game, there was it was quite a contrast. Uh, Aberdeen went for the the nice, cool, calm and just roll roll every roll, penalty into the net, in, mm-hmm. and uh, Stria just kind of didn't do anything. But um, all all Livingston's penalties were like hit it as hard as you can, and uh, just hope the keeper doesn't save it. Yeah, that's mathematic. Uh, and the other Saturday game, uh, St. Johnson had a, a fairly easy time out against Clyde, which was um, expected, to be honest. Tough team, that Clyde, though. Two, two going on 22, to be quite honest. But Yeah. Yep. And then there, there was just one game in the Sunday, wasn't there? There was just one game in the Sunday. Uh, started mid-afternoon, and it was down in Stranraer, the lovely village of Stranraer, a town, if you want to call it. Um, and... Hibernian eventual four 0 winners, but I, I think uh, I think I think a few of us were watching that one at the time because it was on the TV, it was on terrestrial TV, and um, oh my god, I think uh, I said about a million times this game is absolutely shite. Until and, and I went, I was like, I'm gonna go for a shower, and I'll come back, and it'll still be nil nil, and they scored as I went and went for my shower. So, um, it did finish four 0 actually eventually. Which is well expected, really. Stranraer are, are part time. They're League Two. They're 
very congested fixture wise. Mm-hmm. But they gave them a good game for the first half hour or so. And then for like the first fifteen, twenty minutes after half time as well they were. I think it'd have been difficult for them to keep it up against a team that's that's so good attacking wise and so mm-hmm. good. Well, Hibs had so many attacking players on the pitch to start the game. Or so many players that are good at scoring goals and setting up goals. They just couldn't score goals or set up goals for the first half hour or so. Um, the the first goal, uh, Christian Dodge, was quite quite ni- nicely taken. Um, spins round and hits on the volley, and well, it's on target, and you don't really save them from that close in, to be honest. Yeah. Even with a class goalkeeper like Greg Fleming. He's only good for one thing, and that's saving penalties. To be fair, so. Well, he did not save no, the did. penalty. He did not save the penalty. He did not. That was a that was the last goal. Didn't mean anything anyway. Didn't mean anything. Don't point wasting your pen saves. Um Drew's favourite player, he got himself in the score sheet. After After we we bashed him in the first half for missing about eight sitters, I think. Um he must have had about two or three chances Open um, hits almost. That, that, I, that I could have scored. And I'm hard, um, for viewers watching, um, I'm hardly a specimen of fitness. He's, he's, a, bit, uh, he's a bit on the, the um, heavier winter, set side. Winter, tra- winter training. He's, he's winter training. Yeah. Um, oh, Martin Boyle so grabbing himself a cool double. Uh, late, well, late on in the last 20 minutes of the game. One was the penalty. Yeah, Hibs, Hibs through to the next round, which is being played this weekend. Yes. So quick. So quick. Oh, yeah. It's not a lot of turnaround time. No, it's not. Um, especially with games, uh, league fixtures mid- midweek, midweek as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's the quarterfinals we're on to now. It's gone so quickly since we we started. We started it, what feels kind of quite late, and we're so quickly on to quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Um, Time flies when you're having fun. Yep. Every team left in the competition is uh, a Premiership team, a current Premiership team. Yeah. Yes. For oh, the yeah. first time since was it nineteen eighty seven or something? Like that. I remember um, reading a stat about it. It was mad. Um. Hibs go on to play Motherwell, who had a tough time. So, it depends if they, if they could get their backs up and get them get themselves up for this game against Hibs. It's a big game. You're looking at potential to get into a semi final for the Scottish Cup. I know Motherwell have been there quite a few times over recent years, but it's another like opportunity to get there and line up what a semi final and potentially a final. So. They should be up for it. I can't see any of the teams in the draw, to be honest, like not being up for this. Um, I know we've bashed Kelly, but fair play to them uh, getting to the quarterfinals of the Scottish Cup. You know, I'm more than happy if they want to keep uh, keep a cup run going, keep that schedule busy. Uh... <laughs> yep. Um, and well, that's good. That's gonna be a good game. I think that's gonna be a good game, Kelly St Mirren. I think. No, I think it's going to be the boar fest. Yes. Nah, nah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good because uh, it's a big game for both teams, so they'll both be fired up for it. And just imagine if the, if those fans allowed at it as well, it'd be be even better. A sellout. Mm-hmm. Sellout, exactly. It'll be a game that both teams will be confident of going out and trying to win. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. I feel like at this stage of the competition, you have to be confident you're going to go out and try and win. Well, true, yes, but it's not like Kelly have been drawn against Rangers. Like that would have been one where they're kind of looking at it and going, "Oh fuck." Um, that's what most teams um, say. <laughs> that's what most teams say. Yep, uh, Aberdeen playing Dundee United as well. 
That'll be a, a, the second boar fest of the cup. Oh, that, that will be a boar that, fest. I think yeah, that so could the, be up there. Is that the, the, the Kelly Kelly St. Mirren game and the Aberdeen Dundee United game? That that should be the two BBC games, the two boar fest. That, games. that is, I believe, that is that the two is BBC the two games. BBC. That, that is the two BBC realized. games. Yeah. So we're being really, really spoiled. We're being spoiled with it on, on the free TV. And uh, finally, Rangers will take on St. Johnson, and uh, uh, Rangers got here by beating uh, Celtic. Well, I, 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 you know, I never seen the game. I'm going to just judge this based on statistics and highlights. Rangers got here by committing an act of daylight robbery. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah, daylight robbery. Celtic had the better chances in the game. They they didn't take their chances. Should have won the game. And it's another old firm. They should have won the game. Yeah, another they really should have won the game. As a neutral yeah, and looking season. at the stats, looking at the highlights, that was my, what I took away from it. I know. Yeah, at the end the of the day, two 0 Two 0 like that's the that's what the result ended up being. But in the second yeah. half, Celtic had more than enough chances to put the game to bed. Oh yeah, like get back into it and put the game to bed because Rangers kind of just switched off a little bit in the second half. I, th- I think um, the fir- the first half went almost too well for Rangers. They were stro- they were strolling in the first half. They just made it look comfortable, and I think they almost um, I think the, I think the early goal... The I wouldn't say half. they were strolling. I, I think, think the, the early first goal... first half chances were equal. Yeah, the first half was fairly equal, apart from the, the scoreline. No, um, in, ter- in, ter- in terms of possession of the ball and the movement, etc., I think Rangers were far superior to Celtic in the first so, half. Um, Celtic had more possession. 45% yeah. possession. Yeah, Celtic had more shots, though, uh, and they had the same shots on target in the first half as each yeah, other. But you, you have to watch the game to see that. Yeah, Rangers but no, that, that's, are, no, you said in terms of possession stats. Yeah, in and terms of possession quality stats. of possession. You know what? You said possession Ce- stats. Ce- Celtic were wasteful. Um, especially they were. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you, with you on that. But you said um, in terms of we're, possession, we're, down, we're downright um, awful. Scott Brown is finished. He's he was downright deplorable. Um, Ryan <laughs> Ken, look, he's only 35. Come on. Well, Stephen uh, Davis is 35, and look at him. He's scoring overhead kicks. Um, I think I'll, I'll just say that I think but okay. the early goal. What was it? Ten minutes in, yeah. less than. Um, it caught. I think it seemed to catch both teams kind of by surprise. Like, I don't think Rangers expected to score that early, and it's still settling into the game. I think. Yeah. Uh huh. All came from obviously Brown getting sold, but fifteen yards to the right by Ryan Kent. He literally gets sold so far. No, I'd, I'd, put, it down McGreg- I'd, I'd put it down to to Callum McGregor giving the ball away. Uh, credit where credit is due. I, I'm giving the credit yeah, to sure. Robert Madden. Uh, uh, of playing a tremendous advantage. Uh, I'll give credit to Welsh Stephen Welsh for, for <laughs> st- sticking in a class tackle. Um, or as some would say, that's a dirty bastard tackle. That look, it's yep. early in the game. You just got to you let it go. The you let those go out. at that time. To be honest, yeah, doesn't matter now. And um, um, right. one of the main reasons that Celtic were so wasteful, they've got a striker whose head's not been in it in the last. Three, four it's, months. It's weird because oh, it pops up with performances every every few games, and you're like, oh, I think I've said it before. Like he he, he was grabbing a couple goals every game and stuff, and you're like, oh, is he actually like picking up some some run of run of form? And then he, he has games like that, and it's just like, what are you doing? Because I mean, the last game we played against Livingston, he had a good game, albeit yeah. he didn't score, but maybe yeah, he played well. He played very yeah. well against them, so it's all fair enough when he's. Playing well against the Livingstons, the the Dundee Knights, whatever, um, like the everyone apart from Rangers basically. But once it gets to the big games, I don't think I've seen him put in a a good well, that, performance in a big that's game. This that's season. Five, not not this um, season. Old no. firms that um, Rangers like have even not the European games as well for him. He's not he's not put a good performance in. For me. But like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put that down to like oh he's not interested. He just wants out the club because. I don't, like, I, I don't like saying that about any player, to be honest. Uh, to be fair, I don't think any player has ever ever really got that sort of mindset during a playing season where you're still competitive. Fair enough in transfer windows to be like, oh, they're for- trying to force a move and stuff. But if you're if you're talking like middle of the season or at certain points throughout the season, you're not going to be. Oh, 
Especially when you can still compete for things as well. Obviously, from a blue perspective, which could be a tad biased, he just didn't look interested. Like it was yeah. the amount of times he could have ran through between the channels think, and, just, and just didn't like it. That, that's for, for that's guy, just entirely his style of play, though. Yeah, he's, he's not really a channel runner for a lot. No, he's like, nothing. He never. <laughs> but even in games where he's, even in games where he scored hat tricks before, people have said, "Oh, he didn't look interested today." It's like he just scored a fucking hat trick. Surely yeah. he's fucking interested enough to score three goals. Yeah, there's plenty of strikers. I mean, nobody really had a go. He doesn't really have a facial expression apart from yeah, like I mean, Chris, Chris Boyd didn't sprint between the fucking channels and he scored an awful lot of goals. Mm-hmm. I think I mean? I, I'll, I'll put it down to Celtic have had a poor season, very poor season, and I think Edwards had a poor season as well. And uh, uh, if, if the that... team's not firing, he's not going to fire. And <sighs> he was poor yesterday, but also the chance creation, his service wasn't great either. Like. I, I get they had he, he did blunder a couple of like obvious chances and he missed a penalty, but the like the balls into him weren't fantastic and the passing in the midfield was woeful. At I, times. I think because I'm I'm actually gonna, this might be a tad controversial considering Celtic and perhaps arguably played better than Rangers. If they almost played to Rangers' hands, playing too much in the midfield. Because they don't have the fullbacks to play the, the way Celtic traditionally used to play with guys like Lustig and Tierney, like Laxalt is honking and Kenny is equally honking. Like it just playing it through the midfield gave Rangers such an opportunity just to have you, guys you're looking who at, are better. What, to just what pass Celtic, the ball Celtic made? Celtic made uh, thirty-six million selling two very very good fullbacks in the past couple of years. And reinvested next to nothing, and we're going into we were we're going into that game with with two lone fullbacks. Can can I ask Fergan Matt a question? Sure. Just Matt, I think. He's a Queens Park fan. Oh yeah, Queen's sorry. Fan. But Matt's an air fan. <laughs> yeah. Another, yeah. Another, yeah. Can I just ask a general question then, right? How much do you think Celtic need to spend in the summer to match Rangers? I'm no ex. I'm I'm no expert, but um. Uh, Jose Mourinho. Yeah, so it's, my my answer would be with a good manager, and if we didn't lose too many players, less than twenty million. Because yeah, I think no, I'd agree. Of course, I think the core squad of players, a lot of them, are good enough. Yeah, I think. But the, the system they're playing under at the moment obviously hasn't worked. So I think if you get the right coach in, to work with these players, I'm assuming we're we're gonna lose Eddie. Talks of losing some of the other players, but they're not helping themselves by playing shit all season. So if we don't, well, lose you say, players, no, but you say you say you say we're going to lose Edward, but th- there's never really been a move materialized yet. No, no but I think we accept me personally. We accept, yeah, we, we accept that he's probably he's probably going to be away. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm okay with it. Where's this I'm, move? I'm, People yeah, like, oh, well, he just want, he just wants this move out of the club. Where's the move? Well, Where's the offers? Leicester and Arsenal are interested in him apparently, but. Well, yeah, either moves now or moves silly to go to uh, Arsenal now in the next um, season for nothing. Yeah. Me well, personally, I think it's, it's obviously going to be somewhat of a rebuild. So I would rather take the money we're going to get from in the summer than just let him go mm-hmm. in a free and, next, uh, unless he sign unless he signs like a two year deal. I, I think one of a new deal. Yeah. Um, one of Celtic's biggest problems is the scouting. Like, like literally, yeah. spent, it's not like they haven't spent money this season. They have, and it's just been diddies. Well, it's not been in the right places, and it's been loans. Well, like, I, you, I've you been could... after the transfer window though in the summer. Like, other than the fact that I, I knew, I mean, I, I didn't think Barkas looked a bad signing when we signed him. For what it's worth, I didn't think Duffy looked that a, a bad signing when we signed him. I didn't think Laxalt looked a bad signing. Obviously, players have turned out to be a bad signing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why I'm hoping that if we get someone in who is good, that that comes with it. Yeah, I, I think it also percent the director of football. In if, my opinion. It, it falls yeah. down to a, a severe yeah. lack of. Good coaching now and management because the a lot of these players are the same players that we had when Brendan Rodgers was at the club and they're just completely different players uh, now. Uh, after uh, two con- years of controversy, I'm also going to say obviously they've been winning against um, Rangers when they weren't as good. Rangers are extremely well organised. They they pass the ball well, play it well. 
Yeah, but you can I... say, you can t- you can say to you could say that we won against Rangers when they're not as good, but then I could just turn to you and say you've beat Celtic when we're nowhere near as good. Yeah, but yeah. the the problem is with Celtic yeah. they've not got better after Brendan left. They just no. they just went straight downhill. Stagnated. Which kinda... Stag- stagnated. And it's just the same old players doing the same old. I'm not against. I'm not, no, no, but I'm not against it being the same old players, as long as they're making developments in their career and developments in the way they're playing. And no one has because they're being the well, they were being coached and and trained by Neil Lennon of all people. And no offense to the man, but John Kennedy's not doing much better at all. It is not like. I think it's just too it's it's too far gone. The rot has sunk too deep from Neil Lennon and John Kennedy's he's part of it and he's got to go as well. So as we were saying there, would be quite interesting to see how a game would turn out between Brendan's invincible season, which is probably his best season, yeah, and the current Rangers team. It would be an even game. I do think Celtic would probably edge it. They had yeah. I don't. I don't think they would. I think we beat them. But obviously, I, I've got to I, don't, I don't think it would be like the 5 now that it was back then. I mean, I mean, we've went and done it in, in Europe. Celtic's team never did it. Yeah, but we done more. We done. We were better domestically then. Yeah, yeah but you're, in terms of in terms of Rangers versus Celtic, if both teams are firing, I still th- I think Rangers team would have bet Brendan Rodgers' team hundred percent. just I'm just basing on like look at the times that um, Celtic have been the better team in the Old Firm games this season. It's happened on more than one occasion. But they've just been not able to find the net, whereas Brendan's team they didn't struggle to find the net. No. They were a free scoring um, team. They had like the Sinclair that was scoring for fun. Then Bailey was scoring for fun. I think how I'd describe uh, Celtic this season, uh, at this point, uh, it's dead in the water. They're just I mean, obviously there's nothing to play for now, but like they are they have just looked fucking dead, like Asleep at the wheel. If if Rangers do go undefeated this season, with considering defensive records, like they can't, they've been defeated. I mean, un, undefeated in the in the league. Like you can, yeah. that that record is insane. Like it's it's going to take years for it to be broken. I, I I can't see any team stopping it. I I think Celtic psychologically don't think they can beat Rangers. I think that's a, one of the big problems. I think that's what cost them yesterday. They actually points played quite well. I think it's more the case of the players lack confidence to beat a lot of like I feel like yeah, a lot I don't of think it's just Rangers. I think it's like, I think it's the it, it, to win games. I think if your team playing with lack of confidence, like you're gonna you're gonna lack confidence against every team, and then when you come up against the best team, then obviously that's gonna magnify it. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a Rangers problem per se. I think it's a problem, as Ferg said, deep within the club. In the sense, I think there's um, no, no good style of play that I think we've got where we can break down the better sides. I think looking at it, it, looking at it as well, I don't think anyone can really make any predictions for next season at this point. Uh, we don't know who the managers. No, I well, like. not that, not just that, but the the whole situation in European football that's arisen yeah. in the last couple of days is that's going to play huge, like yeah, a huge that, part in in what happens for these teams like that's what I was going to say it's like um, it's hard to say how much like they would have to spend when mm-hmm. if if this does go the European Super League goes through if it's finalised and if um, players are given the opportunity to leave in a free or they, if, if found out that it's avoided a contract and all these players that want out of it and they don't want to play in it there's going to be all these free agents out there that they're going to be looking for new clubs if, if these twelve elite clubs uh, are away. They're they're mm-hmm. going to be looking for teams in a place like Scotland where it's not the the most glamorous place to play, but you get you're going for two teams that have got Champions League football and they've got a good background of fans. They've got a good base. It's it's just whether the te- the clubs are willing to spend a bit of money on the player wages and so. Just to just to clarify that what we're talking about is the the new agreed well agreed between the, the member clubs um European Super League. So it's the 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 so called big six uh, in the English Premier League. So Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City and Man United. 
Uh, they're joined by the big three teams in Spain, Real Madrid, Barcelona and Atletico Madrid. And what you would see as being the, the big three teams in Italy, in Juventus, Inter Milan and AC Milan. Um, in what's nothing short of embarrassing. Uh, that was announced. Elitist, elitist behaviour. Yep, which Sorry. was announced. That was announced last night. Um, only the day before, uh, UEFA were set to announce new proposals. Um, for revamped Champions League and Europa League, which, which have is, now which been are agreed. Both stinking. Which have yeah, now been agreed. I do not like them. But, I don't. Uh, I don't like them either. But the the one thing about the Europa League and the Champions League is you have to earn your place in it. That's uh, yeah, the, but the, it, the key it, point. The thing is, the thing is, the the clubs that have joined this this Super League were the clubs that were asking for a revamp, revamp. and a change yeah. of the Champions League and Europa League, which have now been changed. So the Champions League will be a thirty six club um, first phase, which will be a a full um, league a league structure with. What you play? You play ten ten opponents. Yeah, um, I don't understand how you get a thirty-six team league, but you only play ten games. It's... So yeah, you play you play ten games, five home and five away, but they'll all be against ten different teams, I believe. Um, and then the top eight teams eight, or whatever, yeah, top eight went to go go straight into the last sixteen, and then from. Ninth to twenty fourth play a two port. game playoff. Top eight, top eight wins the, the last eight. I'd imagine. <laughs> no, the top eight don't go into the last eight. Because right. ninth to twenty fourth go into a two game playoff for the oh, other places they? in the last sixteen. Yes. Oh, I didn't see that bit. Near the dam, oh. I missed that bit as well. It's, I sent the article to uh, the BBC, I, BT I Sport one. Um, I, I'll just. I'm literally just going to go check it again. I, I mean. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I want to I'm make angry. sure I've not read it wrong. Uh, I'm angry. This is actually a bit more angry. This charlatan, charlatan approach from the elite clubs, the elite clubs during lockdown that's put the workers in furlough because apparently they didn't have enough money. And now they're, they're joining this Super League, disconnecting yeah, so, from local fans. Just so, for Gunnosaurus. Um, here it is. Top eight sides in the league, will, league phase will, will qualify automatically for knockout stage. Teams finishing ninth to twenty fourth place will compete in a two legged playoff to secure their their path to the last sixteen. Um, similar format changes will be also be applied to the Europa League, so I'm guessing there's going to be less teams and you'll play eight games in the league stages. Yeah, um, what, they just say the Europa League, or is it the and the, conf- the, the, the well? conference league will be uh, six games in the league stage. Right. League stage. Tell you what, it is shite, isn't it? It, so um, sh- it, will, it will continue to be earned on merit and domestic performance. Um, Which is the only good thing. Yeah. Yep. Left. And it will remain as a, a midweek competition. I don't... I mean, it's not... It's not a good change, but it's a change and that's what that's what the teams at the clubs wanted. And yeah. It'll be exciting to see how it pans out, to be honest. And... Yeah, it could it could work out and become a more exciting tournament. We we don't mm-hmm. know, but it's just. I'm happy. I'm happier about that because it's it's actually keeping the old competition still alive. Yeah. Than I am about a, some breakaway elitist nonsense that some Americans have thought up and thought, oh yeah, let's do that. But now you're ta- you're looking at so many repercussions, and it's just. Uh... I think we could talk. I'm, I'm, I'm so like, I'm, I'm just, it. I'm just, oh, I'm just pissed so off about it. Yeah, nah, I, I, I don't want to talk anymore. Is, about um, it. I've, I've... No, nobody likes it, and it shouldn't go ahead. I think that's the key message. By it shouldn't. Almost everyone. It will. That's the thing. The, the amount of money, it just will. It will happen. I, I seen quite a few. There was, um, I think it was Bruno Fernandez and Fuel uh, Cancelo posted on their Instagram stories against it today. Mm-hmm. So it's whether it's where more. Players that are actually involved in it are going to speak up about it, and the managers. Well, supposedly Mourinho lost his job because um, he refused to take training this morning. Whether that's true or not, or where the the other rumor is, he just lost it because of bad performances. Um, um could it be a mix of both? To be honest, but I think, I think it I... needs more players and more managers and that are involved in it to speak up against it and to try and prevent it. it just well, supposedly Pep Guardiola is against it. Uh, Jurgen Klopp's against it. Like they're two of the biggest managers in club football at the moment. 
with I seen that Tuchel was like um he said it's the club's decision, he doesn't really have much to do with it and he'll just go with whatever basically. Yeah. Yeah, but he's only just got the job at Chelsea, know, he's yeah. not gonna kick up fuck, so I, I mean, you know, I think it was Jock Steen that once said, you know, football is nothing without the fans. I think uh, the, well, the, the Leeds players are wearing um, football without the fan. Uh, football is nothing without the fans. Yep. I, I mean, um, shirts today. For the hist- sorry, the, the history and tradition of those the, that the supposed big six, you know, it's it's been built, you know, from the fans within the working class. You know, uh, how how are these, you know, real honest working class fans going to be able to afford to go on these upper echelon trips? European trips, you know. Yeah, it's like weekend, I understand. Uh, understand. It's a joke. I understand. There's a lot of money in football nowadays, but when you're playing in your country, that's fine because you can travel in your country reasonably easily. But when you're talking about traveling all over Europe, and, and you're just pl- you're only playing in that competition because that's the current repercussions is that they will be excluded from other competitions. Not only all of Europe, there's not going to be fan. There's not going to be many fans there. Talks of like it being like having games in America, having games in mm-hmm. um, like the Middle East and stuff like that as well. It's like yeah. it's not what football's about. That's what, what no. pre-season tours are for to go and play these games. Not some sort of diddy yeah, super league. Um, these teams have done this supposedly because they're in majority of them in so much debt. I know that Barcelona have racked up a billion pounds a billion euros worth of debt. That's their own problem. It's their own I know that they've been hit hard by the like COVID and stuff like that and every club has, but for twelve clubs to go away and just like basically say fuck you to everyone else mm-hmm. they, they they might I think survive, but the rest of the football and world might I think it's all I think it's all the clubs outside of England are in serious financial difficulties. Um, Man City need no more money. I mean, they've got more than enough. Uh, Arsenal, Stan Kroenke's got multiple teams across multiple different um, sports. He doesn't need more more money. Liverpool certainly don't need more money. The the FSG group do not need more money. It's greed. It's just plain and simple. It's It's, it's greed. Hugely based on greed. I mean, Chelsea definitely do not need more money. Look how much money they just spent in the summer there. Uh, and if, if you're asking me, there's one manager who who would certainly be interested in it, and that's uh, Brendan Rodgers. He'll be he'll be well, trying to weasel, weasel his way into a team. I seen that he was um, marked up as one of the front runners for the Tottenham job. Um, and, but I think and Eddie, and Eddie Howe. I think Steven personally, well, I think personally that uh, that that will be Mourinho's. That Mourinho's done. I don't think he's. Back in England, English football. Um, Chris, a listener, did say that uh, Mourinho might go to Celtic if the money was right. I still don't think we can afford it. I mean, you paid Brendan enough. The, the only way Celtic it. could afford it is if they got into the, the European Super League. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think Celtic do have enough money for it. Is why they're willing to spend that money. Yes, it's a lot of money to put into a manager when we know we're going to have to put a fair chunk of money into the rebuild that's gonna have to have. Yeah, like Matt like Matt says, it's a lot of money's put into a manager who's not is it's not guaranteed to bring you success yeah. when we're gonna be in a rebuild phase for the next couple of seasons. So Yeah. Would, have you heard, would have we you rather heard would we rather would we rather get someone that that obviously we we still want an established manager but someone that's less less costly. Have you heard of EBTs? Uh, rumor <laughs> has it they're pretty good uh, rumor has it they're illegal. Uh, they were legal practice, I believe. Uh, no longer um, legal. Anyway, let's move on. It is midweek league action, and it, it it's predictions. Predictions time. I'm not gonna we'll do a recap of last. Hopefully, hopefully everyone can do it better this week. Yes, well done to Dewar. Anyway, well done to Dewar. It's thirty-two points. Um, thirty-two. Wow. Billy, yeah, stop saying wow at yourself. Wow. Uh, Billy was 17. Wow. Uh, myself with 12, Matt with 11, and Craig uh, with 6. And he, <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Flings himself, <laughs> he flings himself off a cliff and to the bottom of the leaderboard. Look, I just had to follow the air and the free fall that, uh, down. So let's go. It is Hamilton v Motherwell, a nail biter, Craig. Oh, 
Hamilton, uh, they've always done well against Motherwell this season, actually. Uh, and it has a big game for them, so I believe they will continue to do well. And that 2-0 victory for Hamilton. And uh, if you could stop mocking me there, Mr. Dewar, uh, that would be ideal. Uh, Billy, your your prediction, please. Uh, oh, this this game has got a score draw, 1-1 one, one written all it, over it. It does. I want to go back and through the weeks and see what, how many times um, Billy put a 1-1. One, one. I'm gonna say two one to Motherwell. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm now fighting off Drew, and I actually do think Motherwell will, will win this one. I'm gonna go two two nil Motherwell. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Matt to copy Drew from here on out. No, no. <laughs> uh, I've I, I've I've also put down a two nil Motherwell, uh, which takes us on to Kilmarnock v Dundee United. Well, I get that. every game here is a, a big game in the relegation battle, and. And uh, I think Dundee United will succeed in this one with a 3-1 victory. Can you see Dundee United scoring three goals after that performance? <laughs> well, I didn't put myself through the performance, Matt, so no. I can only judge on recent performances where um, they've scored lots of goals, Dundee United. They're big goal scorers there. Um, Bill, please. 1-1. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to do this quickly to get this man off to his bed. He, he's quite clearly ill. 1-1. <laughs> Um, I reckon it'll be a shock here. Kelly three, Dundee United one. Right, nonsense. I don't know how to say this. Ooh, okay, well, I love me but I do have Ross County to go down. So, um, Ross County aren't in this game, Matt. No, but they are the closest. Right, well, it's also the, between the three teams to go down. Yeah, I think come on up, you're gonna. The Dundee United were really bad, so I'm gonna go one nil. Come on up. Um, sorry, I've put down two 0 as well to Dundee United. Um, so Ross County St Mirren. Uh, I'll be going for a Ross County victory here, uh, and at two one Ross County. Sorry, I've just completely like zoned uh, out there. Yeah, so did uh, I. I kind of forgot what game we were talking about for a second. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Ross, Ross County, County St Mirren. Mirren. <laughs> um. Who's at home? Ross County. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll go. Oh, fuck it. 1-1. One, one. <laughs> it's three one The relegation battle is um, I'm going to say St Mirren 2-1. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to copy Bill. 1 each. 2-1 um, Ross County is what I've written down. I've put all mine in. The spreadsheet already. Uh, that takes us to Edinburgh and it's Hibs v Livingston. I think uh, this will be a Hibs victory here, secure their third place pretty much. Uh, just just a wee one now though. Uh, I'm going to go for Hibs 2, Livingston 1. Uh, I think I'm going to echo what Bill um, said 2 1. I'm going to go Hibs 2 0. And I'm going to go Hibs 3-0. Takes us to Perth, and it's St. Johnson v. Rangers. Um, I think I'm going to go for one each here. Really? Yes. This is why he's bought the league. Rangers will be more uh, focused on the cup game on Saturday. Against St. Johnson again. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 2-1 Rangers. Um, I'm going to say 2-0 to Rangers. I'm going to say 3-0 to Rangers. You know, it's got serious when uh, Matt's predicting Rangers to win. <laughs> yep. And, uh, I'm going to say 2-1 St. Johnson. They're going to pull off the big one. Like Craig says, uh, Rangers are going to be focused more on the weekend game. It's a more important game. Um... Takes us to Dreary Aberdeen, and it's uh, they, they take on Celtic. Well, I think Stephen Glass uh, did find some some newfound hope in the Aberdeen team at the weekend. Uh, they they did play that was their best performance in a while, um, and I think they'll hard. they'll continue. I think Celtic will be be angry with themselves, they'll be upset, and uh, 
the struggle that's going to be 2-1 to Aberdeen. 1-1. Uh, um, I think it'll be an interesting game. 1-0 Celtic, I guess. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I think we're bad, but as the, the meme goes, doesn't matter how bad we are, we can always rely on Aberdeen to be worse. Um, I, I'm going to agree with Drew, I think 1-0. As I said, we're out of the cup, can focus on the league now. 5-0 uh, Celtic. 5-0 Celtic, that's right. <laughs> Um, oh, no. in, in in the championship, Inverness v Dundee. Um, three one to Inverness. Bold. Uh, I'll go for one one. Um, I'm gonna say two 0 to Inverness. I'm gonna say one 0 to Dundee. Um. I'm going to say it. My one and only score draw. One each. And finally, Morton take on Hearts. Well, I really hope this is a Hearts victory. A, a massive Hearts victory, hopefully, to put the, the dagger in Morton's heart. So I'm going to go for 5-0 to Hearts. Well, I'm going to be pessimistic. I'm going to go Hearts 1, Morton 2. Um, I'm going to say Hearts will just need to do what they have to do. 1-0, Hearts. Uh, I think Hearts will win 2-0. And I have um, Morton 2, Hearts 4. And that, that teases up nicely for, for that. Um, these games are on Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the yep. championship games are on Tuesday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Well, then we'll be back on Thursday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh. Until then, Matt, would you like to say cheerio? Yeah. Bye, everyone. And as always, we can all cheer me on and beating Drew in the predictions. Uh, Drew, would you like to say au revoir? Um, au revoir as always. Um, Team Jura. Uh, you know who you are. That one person. You know. Hashtag Jersey Angels. Uh, who, Billy. Boo. Yeah, goodbye. Goodbye. Um, yeah. May the ball roll kindly for the midweek games. Um, yeah, bye. And I'm just going to ask Craig to do a little sound bite for the faithful listeners. And can you just say evening for everyone? Evening. And now say goodbye. And also, goodbye. Hopefully we have a little bit more clarity of the the whole European Super League situation by the time we come back. Mm-hmm. And um, as we always say here, uh, for me, enjoy your enjoy your week. Uh, don't get too wound up about the European Super League. And uh, it is goodbye and God bless. <laughs> <laughs>